0: Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're back, the first episode of 2022. Everyone's got a topic that they want to discuss in the baseball world. Let's do it! Hello, welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. He's sitting next to me. Trevor is over there in California, and we got BBD in the corner. It's brought to you by DraftKings. We kind of have an Oreo situation going on, me and Jake in black uh, long sleeve, Trev in a white hoodie, so that's cool. We've done it. The first cool thing the show has done in the year 2022. Congrats to us. Trev, how are you doing I am going to throw it to you first because
1: I haven't seen you in a while. Wow. This is nice to go first. James, Jacob, Big Big Dong, chat. What's up, everybody? 2022. You're soft. And I'll tell you what. I enjoy Oreos. Okay. Like, obvious, obvious. I don't know if there's anybody that doesn't enjoy Oreos. I'll tell you how I take my Oreo, though. Mm. Only one uh, cookie part. Take What? Take, I split it. Whichever half has like the least... F- filling on it see ya, gone. you gone like give it to somebody oh okay else i was like, so
0: but... worried that you were going to say you ate the one without the filling
1: oh no i mean that's just ridiculous i don't even know who would ever eat my discarded one side of the cookie but Hello. sometimes i save them i feel bad you would
2: i'd eat it all baby i'd eat it all I'll
1: next t- time i do it which is going to be never cuz i don't put that in this temple yeah. I'll save it for you, big dog. How you doing, Jakey boy?
2: Fantastic, fantastic. Was up in Buffalo scouting the old uh, Blue Jays facility for the New Year's, um, and yeah, I, I was lucky. Well, I shouldn't say lucky. I grew up in a house where Oreos weren't on the table. Ma wasn't bringing home Oreos, uh, so I don't really naturally crave them. But anytime I run into a box of Oreos. It's kind of like it's time
1: You run into it
2: Yeah, no, I yeah. mean, I do damage and that's obvious yeah. But I really don't run into them a lot So I, uh, I've i got a pretty good relationship uh, with the Oreo And then, you know, mm. sometimes I forget about the milk And when that comes into play, it's truly a special thing So, mm. uh, But like you're saying, I mean, 2022, uh, body's a temple So I probably won't be running into any Oreos soon Um We'll see, I just like to not eat gross That's
0: uh, mine and Katie's new diet Let's not really? eat gross anymore
2: Okay, yeah, I'm kinda on What's that What's gross? I'm trying to sleep a little more and drink more water
0: Drink more water, definitely Right? Yeah, you don't need sleep I drink a lot of water, it's the one thing I do very well I
2: was, I've been doing something pathetic
0: What you been doing?
2: I've been drinking the, the electrolyte drink a lot, just because I haven't been drinking water. And if you read the label on that, like that's not something you should be drinking. No,
1: no, lot. it's probably yeah. got a it's lot like of sugar. A lot of stuff. sugar and carbs, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: But that's because I haven't been drinking water. So you I'm thought if you put this water.
1: magic elixir in you that it would make up for your lack of hydration? I'm trying to
2: keep this body hydrated, <laughs> Trev. <laughs> High octane athlete. Well, we lost him. Water's fantastic. Trevor's last episode of twenty two.
1: James, how you doing, big
0: dog? I'm doing well. I have a <laughs> New Year's resolution to not eat gross anymore, so that's great. We'll see how long that lasts, and, and that's about it in my life. I had a little vacation, so I didn't even get to watch a lot of cricket this weekend. I'm kind of, mm, you uh, know, we went phone down, cabin in the woods for our New Year's and, and uh, anniversary weekend, so that was nice.
1: Nice. You want to tell him? I've been watching a lot of TV lately.
2: Trev Celeb name drops on us a lot You want to tell him Who you weren't hanging out with
0: Yeah I was not hanging out with Jay-Z <laughs> That's true Wasn't hanging out with Luda <laughs> I was not hanging out with Pink Nor Gwen
2: I thought you, I was sending you The house that you were near
0: I was near a house Formerly owned by Swizz Beats
2: Whoops Yeah
0: Wow, so, wow. I saw dri- walked my dogs wow. to the driveway Previous I, uh, ownership Yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got a uh, helicopter pad in the backyard. So, Swizzy. company
1: must be company must be doing good. All right, Swiss beats in Alicia Keys' new house though is huge.
2: Guys, big year for twenty twenty two.
1: James, okay. I just have a question. I want one question before we start this show. We'll start talking some baseball. Oh. What does not eat gross mean?
0: Mm. Like dessert after what every meal, a lot of cookies, um, just so many baked goods. but her parents and my parents just like just have so many baked goods all the time. There's only one drive-through in a our lunch.
2: T- a lunch you can't come back from. Yeah,
0: there's only one drive-through in our town, and when you have a newborn baby in the backseat and you can't go into a store or it's like just yeah. a hassle. And it's McDonald's, so mm. like we just found ourselves there way too often. It wasn't that often. It wasn't like every day, or like like even like three times a week, or twice a week. But it was like once a week we were having McDonald's. Like we can't do this anymore. But mm. it was the only. It's the only drive-through, which does make it tough when you have Start when we were on like paternity. Baseball. Yeah, we talk baseball. Kyle Seeger? Kyle Seeger, retired. That's going to be the first topic. Then Trevor's going to bring us some tidbits. Jake, you have uh, just a no. topic, a fun wish, I think, and I have a little. Uh, historical tidbit And that's everyone here BBD what's your official height If you were at a buzz cut uh Oh buzz cut 5 5'10 okay. So three mm. of us should be listening Trev you can tune out you tall bitch Under 5'10 is a brand That makes clothes for shorter dudes Who are below average height Statistically half of you guys listening Should be like oh shoot that's me
1: <laughs> mm.
0: We, we They make jeans, joggers, chinos, button-down shirts, and more in shorter lengths and made specifically to fit shorter men. I met a kid who was friends with a kid who works for under 5'10 in Puerto Rico. Family. The yeah, Basically they're at the pool. He was like, you John boy? He's like, I know the guys from under 5'10". I said, oh, nice. Uh, Jake and I wore the under 5'10 joggers, the Tyson joggers for Blitzball and loved yes. them. Did. I wore I wear them a lot. Like, if they're in my sweatpants drawer, they're the first jogger I wear now by choice. They show oh. off my butt. Yep. Everything comes in modern fits and fabrics with comfort in mind. Everything is affordable and priced right. We have bundle discounts on a lot of our items. For example, you can pick up jeans and joggers at $50 each when you buy more than one. If you're in the U.S., we have free shipping on 150 plus and free returns on all items. We set up a page of our favorite items. It's under 510, the numbers 510. Dot com slash John Boy. If you're a shorter guy and have a, another year of getting poorly fitting clothes this holiday season, check out Under 510 to get the clothes that actually fit. Under 510.com slash John Boy. All right. Kyle Seeger retired via a tweet from his wife, which is, I don't know. I don't know where that ranks. You know, the Marshawn Lynch Instagram post of his shoes hanging from the telephone wires was my favorite retirement announcement. He did come back from that, but still, that was my... Like, that's awesome. And I don't know if Kyle Seeger having his wife do it for him on Twitter is in the awesome bucket or the like what? Bucket. So, uh the way in which you retired, Jake, are you a fan? I am, I
2: am. Uh I think from all all report reports from all reports I got, Kyle Seeger's kind of a country guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, he, uh, you know, not a big social media guy We saw, I think, you know, second time we've talked about his uh, wife on the podcast uh, Originally she got involved during the the famous Mariners Town Hall Where they co- kindly said it would be Kyle Seeger's last season Although he had a team option and could do whatever Man, I, uh, A, middle name is Dewar, Jim You're going to have to look into that D-U-E-R-R, so I'll let you work on that uh, and, Trev, I mean, more so, like, this dude just needs to be appreciated as a goddamn ball player, like a 37-career war, 242-career ding-dongs, an all-time mariner, he's got a gold glove in the bag, uh, kind of just rock solid, and when you're getting that at third base every year, he goes out 35 home runs, second most in a retirement year to Big Poppy. Uh, and yeah, I guess uh, you know, a appreciate Kyle Seager, and if he was on your favorite team, how much would you love this damn guy? Man, the hot corner for eleven years—that's awesome. Um, and then I—I I mean, the ripple effect in, leads into that is that I don't think there was a big free agency third base pool, and I think some teams were seriously looking at Kyle Seager. I thought there was a chance he could end up on either New York team like this guy still had baseball options and I think he he kind of chucked up the deuces and was like, "Well, I'm I'm good. I'll see you, see you guys in hell." He didn't say that. That was me.
1: He didn't say that. He didn't and- say that. People are not gonna like what I'm about to say, but just hear me out, okay? Oh my awesome. <laughs> Tee it <laughs> up. There we go. No, like, sir, like this is not a bad thing. I'm, it's actually a really good thing. But people are gonna misconstrue this. So I have to like explain it, okay? Yeah. I've said on this this show before. Mike Trout. When you see him every day, you might not think to yourself that's the greatest ball player of all time. But then you just go back and look at the numbers. He's just so consistently great. Like, it's almost annoying how consistently great Mike Trout is. So it almost takes away, like, he doesn't have these bursts of, or he, he has had them, but more often than not, he's just consistently great. He doesn't have, you know, 15 homer months and stuff like that. Like, he just consistently is fucking great. And that is exactly what Kyle Seeger was, too. Maybe not to the level of Mike Trout, obviously, but look at what, Let's go back and look at his numbers. I mean, over 150 games played, you know, a million times. Like, he is the model of consistency. He's out there every single day for the Mariners. He's hey. had an OPS plus every single year of his career except for OPS plus over 100, excuse me, every single year except for 2018 and his rookie year. He's just consistent. Last year, Jake, to your point the teams mm-hmm. wanting him, 35 homers, 101 RBIs. Like, I know these are old counting stats and people disregard them, but, like, that's still a monster season. He did have stuff left in the tank, but I like when guys go out on their own terms. He was done, he made a lot of money. I haven't looked at his career earnings. I know he signed the 700 deal back in the day. So the guy is, he's just ready to be a family man, it seems like. So I like when guys were able to choose that and go out on their own. 100 million. You know, congratulations. On the dot? No, no. A little bit above One zero three five three four eight hundred. 800. I mean, just if you go look at his baseball reference page, it's just consistent. I love it, man. So congrats and cheers to Kyle Seager.
0: Most home runs he has hit off of one
1: pitcher is five, and that pitcher is. Ooh, good one. Let's see. He's played in the AOS his whole career. I'm gonna go Future Hall of Famer hides his bald spot. It's his bald spot.
0: Those yeah. are the top two it's things you think about when you know this. When you think this, everyone does. Custom balls, married to a supermodel, Brandon McCarthy,
2: it's Justin
0: Verlander, it's Justin Verlander, Jake New,
2: five nice home runs off Justin. I
1: forgot about that. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's Thanks. one of the bigger, sneakier balls in MLB. Mm-hmm. It's like Justin Turner.
1: Justin, Justin sneaky. Yeah.
0: Well, he kind of is. I think if you're <laughs> once a Dodgers fan, if you're a Dodgers fan, no. But if you're just you know, you just see him come through for three days, you just see the headband and the hair, you don't know. So take that, Verlander. I get that. Um, he has some quotes if anyone's interested. He's if anyone want, no, he said that he knew at the end of the season last year, so this wasn't. He didn't like. Dip his hand into free agency See what was out there Decide He didn't want it He he says that I knew uh, On that last game That if we got eliminated It was my last at bat And it was very emotional And he said he was Tinkering with the idea Last spring training And all that He's ready to be a family man So congrats to him Trev you said
2: Counting stats don't matter They do um, And some, <laughs> they of the, do. <laughs> some of the kids Are probably having Panic attacks Hearing that But uh, Here's a counting stat That matters Uh he played in every game except two The the past two seasons He played 159 last year And 60 in the 60 game season uh, The year before uh, Which gives him the bold On the baseball reference He also led the AL in sack flies uh, In 2020 So double bold in there So which kind of allows him to retire And uh yeah, man, I, I just, you know, any ripple effect or implications, you know, I, I know on even talking Yanks we we had mentioned Kyle Seeger's name. The three the third base free agent pool this year, Chris Pryant, uh, I think he's gonna be moving off third base. Maybe maybe a team will do it. Who knows? We'll see. Chris Taylor, technically listed there, but he's he's known for playing everywhere. And then it was kind of Eddie Escobar and Kyle Seeger. So if you were a team that was entering this free agency saying, oh, let's get a guy at third base. Your options were kind of like Kyle Seager, a guy who lefty bat, 35 homers, I think played a strong third base. A lot of teams were saying, or a lot of fan bases at least were saying, hey, should we should we throw Seager like a one-year? Maybe he hits another 30 homers for us. Uh, doesn't look like it's happening. So uh, good for him, I, man.
1: I, I don't think people understand how difficult it is to – play your entire career in seattle or one place in general and then just say yeah i'll take a one year deal and go somewhere to play like that's yeah. it's not it's not that easy to start over like that and have to get used to a new city a new coaching staff new everything And if you're at his point you're just like yeah like i could do that but i also could just like hang and go watch my brother Corey play in texas and Like, drink beers in the stands. I don't know. Like, I'm happy for him. He seems happy.
0: If they come back from the CBA negotiations and right away in the year 2022, there is limits on the shift, I'm Mm -hmm. not expecting this. I think it would be a grandfathered in continual, but then some team should go grab him out of retirement because Mm -hmm. his stats that I've been talking about forever the men on versus the bases empty, where he. Turns from a uh, 500 OPS to a one dot OPS. I tweeted it out, and every Seattle fan was like, "Well, it's the shift. As soon as there's a runner in scoring position and they can't shift, he's fucking awesome. Otherwise, he just gets robbed." So, put Does that he just on. Pull your the note.
1: ball in the hole or something? I, 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 don't I, know I guess so.
0: Yeah, they basically when you can't whatever they shift on him, it just changes. So, if the shift gets uh, regulated, then uh, go get yourself some Kyle Seeker.
1: Can I so uh, Joe Mauer get Joe Mauer? Joe Mauer back from retirement.
2: You know, Joe can Same still thing. do it. Um, I already
0: Rocky lost a to Trev
1: in a home run derby.
2: I one have a statement, and then I think I'm going to segue mm. Trevor perfectly into his.
0: All right, be ready, Trev. Topic. So,
2: Trev, you're on, you're on deck here. Um, a, I want more players to start just like coming back in mid season because they're over the grind. So, if the Mariners are in the hunt next year. And then they have, like, an injury Like, give me Kyle Seager tapping in for 40 games Like, I want to make that more of a thing Uh, And follow-up to that, which kind of ties in, Trev And I know you want to talk about it You mentioned how hard it is uh, You know, we casually say, like, oh yeah, maybe Sign a one-year with the Mets after you just spent 15 years with (laughs) Seattle's organization That's not as easy as we make it sound Because we cover it up with the one-year $10 But also, Trev, I think this could kind of lead to a little bit of a trend that I like to call the Trevor Plouffe effect, mm. is that if you're happy with your career, like Kyle Seager is, or you put up a good career, like I think we might see more guys doing this, uh, kind of just walking away like, hey, I, I had a pretty good career. I'm happy where I landed. Like Jim said, 103 mil in the bank account. Like I don't need to do the vagabond thing for a couple years. And uh, I think that kind of ties into some love and sports, which I know uh, you're you're hot on right now.
1: I know what you're trying to segue, so I'll go there. Awesome. Um, Am I riding a segue? (laughs) How do you ride a segue?
0: No, man. No, you're not. You're sitting. uh, You ride a segue. You just stand on it, kind of lean a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm doing that right now.
0: I okay. did that around uh, Florence, Italy. It's a lot of fun. Oh, Got chased gosh. down by Polizia, Polizia, because me and my dad were racing around. How uh, rich are you
1: right now? Uh, Swiss, beads, yeah, Florence, dude. Milan, he went with Swiss. Per, I
0: actually, we, yeah, it was wild. Um, I won the race.
2: Swiss beats hates the Swiss. Little known fact. It's not
0: Swiss beats. It's Swizz. Swizz. Excuse uh, me. It's at Z's at the end. And that's
2: why he hates the Swiss. At least we segued perfectly.
0: Segued
1: yeah.
2: perfectly. Very smooth.
1: So, yeah, look. I, about the one. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God.
0: It's time
2: for Okay,
0: we're not doing the full song because you said that your your tidbits wouldn't. Uh... Well,
1: James, James, you kind of missed the segue. You missed the segue. It's, it's a different segue or a We're in different lane.
0: We're not segwaying to your tidbits.
1: We're segwaying to the Kirk Herbstreet talk. Well, that's your tidbits. I believe that's what you're trying to get me to. He's got other tidbits. Uh, okay. Two tidbits. Okay. I just want to touch on this briefly because it, it gets it gets misunderstood. You know, we everyone probably saw Kirk Kirk Herbstreet and Desmond Howard talking about players opting out of bowl games because or they were saying they don't love the game anymore. This generation doesn't love the game anymore. And people could say that about, I've seen people say about baseball players who retire early or, you know, um, whine about, you know, the lockout and, and, and money and stuff. It just, people need to understand this. There comes a point in your life where other things take precedent over the game, like family, family. And your children, I guess, who are your family. Like, there are things that are just more important. And the game, everyone always says, doesn't owe you shit. And on the other side, you don't necessarily owe the game anything. You put your work in. Every single player who's made it to the college level and then beyond loves the game they play. You can't do it. You can't be at that level, college or above, without loving the game. You have to also... <laughs> love your family, and love your future. So, you know, when Kirk's talking about these guys opting out of bowl games so they don't love the game, blah, blah, blah. Dude, like, you have to take into account what's right for you and your family. So I think that whole take is ridiculous, and it follows suit with, like, yeah, like Seager's like, yeah, I could go do this, and I can go play for the Mets or the Yankees possibly, we're just saying hypothetically, but there comes to, it comes to a point where it's like, I, I'd rather just be with my family and, and do regular things. He doesn't, he doesn't need this anymore. He's put the work in. doesn't mean he doesn't love the game. All these college Jews skipping uh, bowl games because their future is in the NFL, and like they don't want to risk it. That doesn't mean they don't love the game. Hell, they, they worship the game. But they're ready to take the next step, and that's what's best for them. I, just, I can't believe that was a take put out. I guess I can. It was on ESPN, so I understand like
0: Yeah, I think they're trying to get reactions. I mean, because
1: reactions and they they profit off of bowl games. They want all the best players in it. I understand it from ESPN's business standpoint. But if you can if they can take a stand on the business side, you gotta let players take a stand on the business side too. You put the work in your entire life, and now you have a chance to go to the next level, which is your ultimate dream. Like, I, yeah, I
0: think it's only uncles on, on yeah. couches that you, you don't like saying the, they for the love of the game. Like would they say there's Kurt a lot Flood? Of people, dude. Did they say Kurt Flood wasn't doing it for the love of the game because he was trying to get what he was worth and the like. You know, it's just I would hope our audience though we're kind of just preaching what everyone already knows. I don't think there's anyone that dumb listening to us right now. I think the only twist with
2: college is there's still the education side that that people still bang the drum on that, but it's uh
0: college education ain't worth shit
2: there you go and, <laughs> i'm not uh, gonna
1: stay <laughs> and uh
0: you want to be a doctor or a lawyer go do it you want to yeah there's certain frauds. professions
1: you need extra schooling for yes 100 percent.
0: but yeah no
2: i i don't know it just it's it's become really eye-opening um with the college stuff that like get get your money anyone that can get your money go do that like there's there's gymnasts out there That have like Massive followings On Instagram and Twitter And stuff like
0: Which gymnast are you following? Guess
2: what? Uh <laughs> uh, uh, uh He loved it Um No but I, I guess We get We get caught up In the star athletes Like you're talking about Trev And this is a little Outside of baseball But there's college baseball Um You know If a running back Sits out a bowl game Or whatever it is Like You know The, the pro gymnastic league Doesn't You know They're not giving out 20 million dollar contracts So if if these girls and guys There's male gymnasts too Like if they can get payday From doing what they're doing It's just like once you remove the lens Like there's also Two other lenses outside of it Like oh you get a college education Oh you can make a little bit of money Oh the NCA makes how much money um, So yeah Kyle Seeger still loves baseball But he loves yeah. his family Fair?
0: Yeah. It's time for Trevor's tidbits.
2: He's not going to show you his bits. He's probably taking his... Trev doesn't like
1: that part of the song. Because he wants to show you his I don't, bits. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Trev,
2: part. you did reach out to some of your little birds, right?
1: I did reach out to some of my birds, and you know, they're talking, but they're not talking about much. I think, you know, there's been a lot actually written today. MLB Trade Rumors just came out with an article. Um, There's nothing going on. There's nothing scheduled. Even Bobby Nightingale was right on Mm -hmm. this one. There's nothing scheduled. And for my birds, the ball is in MLB's court to come back and make a proposal about, you know, the – I hate using this term because – but I guess it's right. It's the core economics that's that's all that's at play here, people. All the other stuff is gonna get figured out. It's all about you know the splitting up of the revenue, essentially of the money. Uh, there's been no talks scheduled, which I don't understand. It's been what like a month since we've had talks. What are people doing? Mm-hmm. I went on and talked about how I hate Santa Claus. Like, who cares? Remember, people were mad at me for that. But still, even in the new year, we're back at work. What's today? January third. We got nothing on the books i I just don't understand the players were expecting a counter proposal in Dallas. That's what I got. There was not a counter proposal in Dallas, so now here we are waiting. It's January third, and I am on record of saying I did say there was no lockout. I didn't think there would be a lockout. I misspoke. I meant what I really meant was I don't think we're going to be missing games. I'm not so sure anymore about that the longer this thing takes, you know there's there's gonna be proposals and then you know, redlining and counter proposals—that it just—it seems like it takes a lot of time. We've worked with these sides before; they don't work quickly. There's a little tidbit for you—they <laughs> don't work quickly at all. So, I'm, 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 I'm scared. I think the first spring training game is February 26. You know, Evan drelick i actually really like what he writes. I feel like a lot of it is very, very truthful. He's saying that the, like a deadline seems to help these two sides talk and right now there's really no deadline so as we get closer to it maybe there'll be some more talking but right now we're just sitting here doing nothing we're twiddling our thumbs and i think it's preposterous Mm. because remember people 2016 we agreed to a cba five years in the making here i know you don't have to start talking about it five years ago but like let's let's start Ironing things out a year in advance, a year and a half in advance. We're, we're sitting here January 3rd. We're locked out, and we got nothing? Doesn't make any sense. I hate it. Um, that's really all I got. I got a poll sent to me about how fans think about it. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care about the freaking poll, okay? I need both these sides to start talking. And I'm talking to MLB and the Players Association. Do you like, do believe they aren't talking? do you believe, they the table.
0: Do you believe I, that they're not talking? Because I don't.
1: I I do I do believe that they aren't talking. Jimmy, we like I said, man, we've experienced this with these both sides.
0: Why didn't we have a birdie tell us that they have been talking? I don't know. I mean, I I, I agree with you. Talk to I, a, big I, I know, a big bird.
1: I know, I <laughs> know.
0: But but your media and and if they tell the media that they're talking, the media says, "Well, what you talking about?" Mm. So. Mm. they might be I am the media. They might be saying, we're not talking, we're not talking, we're not talking. Well, secretly talking, because I remember, I mean, unsubstantiated, very baseless. Don't even know if I heard this, but I thought we heard that they were meeting every day. Well, hold on. Which one was it? Did know. you hear it or not? I don't I don't know if that's it. Well, I don't know if I'd trust it. I don't know where it came from, but it got sent to Jake and I. Um.
1: I got two guys saying there's absolutely shit going on. So, whatever. If they are talking, I hope they're they're not telling
0: people they're talking. I guess that's just very hopeful of me. Like, my hope is that they're meeting and and they're publicly saying they're not meeting. Because once they want the media involved, that means they've come to the biggest stop and anger. And they're trying to win the media battle, like we saw in 2020 during the negotiations over the shortened season. Like the fact that they're not using the media to go against each other right now, and both sides are saying the same thing, even if that thing is we're not talking, it's still better than them using the media to fight. So I'm just a little bit hopeful, which isn't like me usually. But yeah, we're gonna miss games.
1: My we're here on January third. Yeah,
0: you're 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 40 days out from spring training, like you know 45 days out from pitchers and catchers showing up. They're not they're not getting there. Like that sucks. I think we're gonna miss games,
1: Jake. I I want to get your take on this. I want I want to say one more thing. I'll, I'm gonna dish it to you. Okay. Ready. We've been part of these labor talks because of the pandemic. You know, we've seen you know what transpires between these two sides. My feeling, and this is no, this is not a birdie telling me anything. This is just my feeling. Uh, my, my um, what's it called? I don't know. My feeling is that MLB is going to stall and stall and stall and stall because they know it puts pressure on the players who want to play games, who have to get ready to play games. They can't just go and say, oh, hey, it's, it's April 1st. Uh, we just um, finished a deal. Go out and play the games. Guys, no, you have to have a spring training. People need to get ramped up. And we're in a lockout, mind you. We can't meet. They can't have practices. They can't do anything. So to have the lockout be over... There needs to be uh, what a three four month a three four week period after the lockout is over, you know, just to ramp guys up. So it's it's looking bad out there, and I do believe that this is just a a tactic, a stall tactic on MLB's side. Jake,
2: couple things: Uh, Chris Rose rotation, Marcus Simeon, uh, Zach Britton, and Lucas Giolito. Uh, They all talked about it. They're all player reps at different. Levels, that was a really good conversation About uh, some of the stuff that's happening In the rooms And Chris Rose Rotation just had another episode Drop today uh, Howard Bryant Our friend Jeff Passan um, mm-hmm. And Ken Davidoff talking about some Hall of Fame stuff that was really good So uh, go check that out as you uh, Get through the new year With us Yeah man, uh, Evan Evan Drelich Friend Um you know, Ooh, I, really. I'm not saying not saying not saying who had it first or whatever, but also mentioned um, my fear when we talked about this a couple weeks ago was there's no deadline. There's no deadline. Both sides are confident a deal is going to get done, but there's no deadline. Um, and my comparison was to the free agency deadline. Look at how many guys signed. Cause there was a timeline to get something done. The only timeline to get something done is games, and both sides think that's their leverage. <laughs> so, uh, and knowing both sides participating, yeah, man, uh, it it just it sucks because there's so much fun stuff to dream of of when the lockout is over. But um, I I don't know uh, I I don't know I don't I don't think there's a clear. End in sight, Trev. It seems like I sparked something. You raised your hand.
1: I want to remind everybody that there is no need to be in a lockout. This is a self-imposed MLB lockout. They don't need to do this. They can continue to bargain without locking out. This was a negotiating tactic that's going to hurt them as organizations, because we are going to get this deal done and then we are going to speed into the season and we are going to see injuries because of it. The lockout is the dumbest thing that has happened to this sport in a long time. And and for everyone needs to know, I know we've talked about it here, but just know this was didn't have to happen. It was strictly a negotiating ploy set by MLB. That's all it is. They could still be having their... Their people rehab with them seeing their doctors getting them physically ready for the season but they chose the opposite path and they're going to pay for it with injuries and and, and players are going to pay for it with injuries because they're going to speed through this thing and try to get games in as fast as possible after this uh agreement comes uh, in but i just i just have to make sure people know they didn't have to do this we could still be they could still have players pictures on mlb.com MLB Network can still be showing highlights and 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 talking about free agency and stuff, but instead they chose that path, and it's freaking ridiculous that they did it. It's so stupid. Sorry. I agree.
0: Let it out. Let it all out. Jake, you want to talk about something fun? I think is that it? I mean, they gotta start talking soon. That's the thing. Otherwise, we're missing games. Maybe we don't. Um but yeah, I, I I came to that conclusion that they're just using that data as leverage. So both both, both would rather prove they're not going to budge than, than budge to start negotiating.
2: I guess that was my thing I was going to kick to you guys. What's, what's our next actual update? Is it going to be the players saying we sent over an offer and we can't get a count, MLB won't come to the table? Is it going to be MLB sends over an offer and the players are going to be disgusted. What's, what's our next update?
0: Maybe, maybe the, you know, let me put these thoughts together. If we didn't have the, the COVID stoppage and the negotiation there, maybe that's, maybe that was actually beneficial to these because in that short window, they both embarrassed themselves so much publicly that, They both sides lost so much support because the way in even if you were in favor of what the one side was fighting for over the other, the way in which they communicated with the media and put out headlines. Do you remember we had a we put out like a joke statement mocking their statements. That's they put out a statement every other week. They were like negotiating through media statements. It was the most embarrassing thing for both MLB and MLBPA. It was like watching two kids throw sand at each other in the sandbox and look at mom and be like, you see what he did? And then throw their own. So maybe that was like beneficial to this, which is a much bigger deal, not just one shortened season agreement. That's why they're trying to stay out of the public as much as possible. Again, that's my hope because I I truly don't want to see them embarrass themselves as badly as they did last in 2020 again. So maybe it was a little blessing that they got that out of the way.
1: I hope you're right, James. I really, really do. I I don't I don't believe it, but I hope you're right. If I, I just don't see these two sides zooming every day, being like, "Hey, let's keep this a secret. Let's not talk about it." That's just not the way they've operated at all. And maybe you're right. Maybe they got to a point where, they're like, "Wow, we can't keep doing this. Like, let's figure something out." But does that seem like them either?
0: I I think I think it'd be uh. There's a line in uh. There's a line in the show the wire when they start like wiretapping the the criminals every day and then one of the guys says something along the lines of like even kings and queens shit or get bored something like that like when you actually tap into what you think is this like big powerful thing i think if we had like a live stream of the meetings everyone would be like oh my god it's just two guys
1: yeah there's n- <laughs> yeah it's not no that's that's the truth. It is like that. You know, they have their lead negotiators and like those, who, those are the guys they trust that speak on their behalf because there's not, you know, there's some people that aren't like very articulate or like maybe coffee not as smart and a as paper like cup think.
0: and two guys just like <laughs>
2: chatting. Zach Britton said there was a good dessert trable, table table
1: mm.
0: at the, uh,
2: at the last thing they were at. So well,
1: I me mean, and James, James wouldn't more. touch that. Okay. I don't know about you. I wouldn't touch not it. Not this temple. Yeah. Mm. Not this year.
2: Yeah, last year. Oh. Yeah.
1: But what about Sunday? Oh,
2: my God.
1: This Sunday. Did you, did you last start on Sunday? Sunday? Did you start on Sunday? No, I started today. Weekends course, don't yeah. count. Weekends don't count.
0: My mom hosted another dinner yesterday just to do it. it desserts. It was actually Colombian bread desserts, which were really good. Oh, it sounds really good. Yeah.
1: It was it's really like good. a Mexican sweetbread type thing.
0: Yes. It was like a sweetbread. One was cheese oh, and one was guava. Mm.
1: Love
0: it, Jake. You have something you want to talk about? I did. Me,
2: I'm coolin', man. What was that clip?
0: Something cool you want to talk about? But first, we got to place bets. Will they
2: place your bets? Yeah. Will they
0: miss regular season games? This is a bet that may or may not be available at DraftKings Sportsbook. My guess is it's not. But if you want to check, download the app and use promo code Johnboy. It's the number one sports book. And new customers can, to just five, can bet just $5 on any football team to win their game, and if they do, you will win $200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 on any football team, college, or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Burp a little. Must be twenty one or older New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only, new customers only, minimum five dollar deposit, one dollar wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler.
2: Ooh, I had you a nine nine.
0: No, that was way work slower than that.
2: Mmm. It was a pretty accurate count in my head.
1: Me? Hey. I'm cooling man. You're up. Yeah, uh, you're up, Jake.
2: I've mentioned it before. I've mentioned it again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it turns out. It turns out. The prelude is too much for I am me. not a man. Um, you need juice. Okay. Wow. I was thinking about baseball. Uh, oh. It's something I often do. Something I often do. I'm the most pathetic man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> well done, BBD. Well done, my godson. Big, big dog. Uh... And, you know, we get locked into our, our teams, and I was remembering when we did the episode and we were like, hey, who are your teams talking about? You guys called mm. in, left some voicemails, and we appreciate you guys. And I think the light bulb started going off, and now I can't turn it off. I'm, I'm on the San Diego Padres train. Um, I, I think for baseball reasons on, and just the excitement of it all, like how far have we come? From Slam Diego and the Padres and Fernando Tatis Jr. Like it it just felt they went in this death spiral last year that the Padres lost all of their juice. And I think someone called in and said that they wanted the the Padres to sign Chris Bryant, and we all kind of clicked around and were like, I don't know. I I don't know if that's the solution. The Padres Fernando Tatis Jr., good. Manny Machado, look at his last two years. Manny's still slanging that damn thing. Both those guys under contract for a while. Cronenworth, stud. Play him wherever the hell you want. Mm. Did you guys all say, mm? I didn't. I heard a little one out of you, bigger one out of Trev.
1: I did do it. I like Jake Bonenworth.
2: I think... When this lockout is over We're going to have all of our We're going to have a bunch of more free agent signings We're going to have a bunch of trades, man I, I hope that's what's happening All the GMs are talking And then once that Once it's released Those guys are just going to make moves The Padres are still very much in their window And now is Like the full-blown time Like Clevenger Is coming back And this is his final final year Snell turned it on in the second half of, of last year Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, Clevenger They signed the guy Nick Martinez That was one of those sneaky contracts at the end They're saying he might, might start if he's figured it out Or he can be a bullpen option for them When the, what's the term? When, when the powers turn back on for baseball Or the, the hounds are unleashed Or the, the floodgates open That's the one I wanted Damn comes down I think the Padres are going to be the biggest movers and shakers, and I'm excited. Um, They've already lost a couple bullpen guys from last year, uh, Melanson and Hudson. Tommy Pham currently off the books for them. And I think they're going to make either a monster trade, uh, whether it's unloading Hosmer. Uh, There were some leaks that the Cubs in them We're pretty close last year They've been trying to dump the Hosmer contract I wonder if that's on the table I think Come early March, April, whenever the lockout Gets figured out And then we start having transactions I think the Padres are going to be back In the spotlight So I don't know if they're Jake's Padres I don't know if I'm on the train Uh, I see someone in the chat say Jake's daddies Trev, you're Bob Melvin Is in town now I mean a little You know uh, What's that A level of security A level of calmness Uh, I'm on the Padres train And I think uh, You know The Dodgers They haven't made their big moves yet The Giants were supposed to be Kind of big movers and shakers That hasn't seemed to happen I think it's going to be Daddy season again uh, And I'm excited for that So I wanted to bring that To the table for you guys
0: Thank you. please. thank you for that.
2: Jake's dad.
1: It's a lot to unpack right there. A lot. Pack me. First of all, we talked about this, I think, last episode or two episodes ago. 2022 World Series odds have Padres like the six best odds. DraftKings Sportsbook. Go check it out. So nobody's sleeping on these guys. They know what's happening. Padres had a horrible second half last year. Do you know what their record was in the second half, guys? 21 and 4 D. 26 and 43. A 377 winning percentage. Most of it was in September, which was just absolutely gross for them. They went six and nineteen. A two forty. Like they just S'd the bed. They quit. That's not gonna happen again. Bob Melvin won't allow that to happen. Omel will not allow that to happen. He's he's he'll make the tough decisions. If somebody needs to sit their ass on the bench, he'll sit their ass on the bench. Oh my goodness. And that's the truth. He will. He'll have to go talk to the front office about it first, but I think he'll get his wish. Um and then I did before I keep going, I do want to say one thing. You mentioned Eric Cosmer. Uh, congratulations. Massive. I don't know if you guys saw his on Instagram. Massive wedding. Uh, on new year's eve it was a who's oh wow, of my players. Oh. no never mind yeah. i'm new year's day
0: i'm new year's, new year's day. day i'm new year's a who's day who's
1: who's the of baseball me. players were there it was a beautiful event did i get the invite i did not oh. even though i have a signed bat by eric that says love you like a brother i did not get the invite he
0: wrote love you like a brother I mean that's a lie. That was he a long time ago. We've got I guess. But he does not love you like a brother. I can
1: see
2: him liking you though.
1: Yeah, I think We've he, had a dude, I think he together. looks I up mean, to you in a weird
0: months.
2: way. Like you're kind of his
1: or down on I me. Mean, he's very tall and he's very rich. You're in, Yeah, but
0: but but somehow you have something he wants.
2: You're inverted. Like he always wanted to play third base and be righty.
1: Man, I'll tell you what, old Eric Hosmer's had a blessed life. I don't think he'd change it with anybody. Yeah. So I just wanted to say congrats. It looked like a beautiful event. I'm not. I'm just joking about not being invited.
0: Well, I mean, um, he did check say out. You he go loved like a brother, brother. And my
1: brothers get invited to my weddings. I guess you guys have a point. Anyways, the Padres, yes, Jake, I love it. We <laughs> talked about the Padres. Jim, a Jimmy's lot. brother's not invited to his. Wedding. My brother
0: didn't come to my wedding.
1: I didn't have a wedding. He anybody- just got married. A- at a I was gonna say, did anybody? My mom
0: and dad. And the woman Shout who married Haas. Us. My brother's on a Zoom, I think. Shout out Luke. Go
1: check that out on IG. Just go uh Anthony Swarzak's got some stuff on there. Moose has got some stuff. Go to Haas's page. Check it out. This is extravagant. Snellzilla
2: was there. Number three prospect in baseball, CJ Abrams. Mm hmm. Infielder. I'm looking at this Padres infield right now, and there's Cronenworth, there's Tatis, Hot. Hot.
1: there's Machado. Pods.
0: They did Stay trade ready. Adam Frazier, and we'll talk about that, I think, next week. We'll talk about that next week. Because I have a little history tidbit <laughs> that I'm going to share with you. I'm putting the puzzle pieces together in my head. You got
2: Bowmel. You signed these guys to these huge contracts. I think C.J. Abrams, number three prospect in baseball, I think the Pods move him. Whether that's in the Hosmer deal, whether that's something else It's go time and your infield's locked up for the next decade I need to
0: confirm something Yes Jake's rocks Yeah You left them Gone Jake's yeah. snakes With left them Left them Oh I'm with them So Jake's daddies We have different goals No, you can't You can't be a father to the entire NOS I'm
2: not a, I'm not a Dodgers guy
0: but I mean that might be coming down the oh, road. Yes, you are Giants. Giants, guys. If the Dodgers, a Giants guy. if the Dodgers, finish in third They're place, Trev's you're going to jump on the Dodgers in 2023. Treb like, Giants. Them.
2: A I
1: have LA and San guy. Francisco. I do. Yeah. Ha- I do have that.
2: Uh, trev has got two.
1: I do. Okay. Well, I don't think he can. And, say my, Trev's and my Twins. And my Braves. Braves. <laughs> Phillies fans hate me now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Round the league. So you're are, we're not off the snakes.
0: No, Jake Snakes. Snakes sent my son. We're yeah. building towards something next year for the Snakes. My son wears Diamondback stuff because I yeah. sent it to him.
1: Yankees I think shit. the Snakes will give you next year that you can go off and you know do your little free bird type deal. Then you know what we should home. do? If you love something, you set it free.
0: We should give Jake to a team each spring training and say, do whatever your hazing rituals are to him. Hmm. And then you get to the side.
2: I accidentally hazed myself last night. I'll show you after the show.
0: I hazed myself the other day. I bideted b- myself in the face. <laughs> Trev? Raves and sips. how that, happened, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how that happen, bro?
1: Did you turn it on?
0: Yeah, like, I was feeling the water, and I thought I w- I'd never messed with it a bidet before. You were what... So I was, it was cold, and I was like, this is too cold. Mm. So then I twisted it. With the
1: hand feeling yeah. the water?
0: Yeah, I was about to shower anyway, so I was like, I can get dirty. Uh, and then and then I twisted it to make it hotter, but that was actually the, like, pressure. So it all mm. of a sudden, mm. voop, into my face. There was, like, a scene out of, like, uh... Probably if that scene is written into Meet the Fockers, meet the Fockers He likes he he like throws backwards and then he falls in the yeah. shower curtain and he's all like probably gets a concussion and then and then they say, cat can't
2: get wet. The cat's getting super wet. wet. And
0: then they make some other corny <laughs> joke and you're like, This movie kind of blows, huh? That was me. Anyway, um You a bidet guy, Trev.
1: Yeah, but I don't touch it with my hand like Mouth. I sit on it. My seat is already warm because I have it set to the temperature I want, and my bidet water is always the same temperature because it's set to the temperature I want. You With sit on it; you don't squat over With it. Temperature. I have the I have one of like the new age toilet seat bidets. Oh, this was a separate bidet. Yeah. And oh, no, that's I mean, always. I still wouldn't me. put my. I didn't I even do it. My I hand was too scared to do it. Yeah, that's always scared me. Yeah. Wait, was this in your uh, Swiss Beat house? Yeah, <laughs> this Swiss was Swiss Beat's, Beats oh. neighbor's house. We, <laughs> yeah. Changed. We had keep a good the bidet in away Denver. From
0: the Denver. What's that? We had a good bidet in Denver.
1: Really? Oh, we did. Yeah,
2: Damn. you guys didn't mess around
1: with that. Oh. We go buy a bidet. If the you know All Star House. Yeah. Like well,
0: Jake and I slept in the air conditioning.
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a room. lifesaver. My God, remember we had a toilet paper shortage? I didn't care.
0: Trev, do you remember mine and Jake's bedroom in the All Star <laughs> House? <laughs> That's true. It was ridiculous. Jake and I slept in the only unair conditioned room, in two not even you kids' guys beds. Chose like, that. no, we didn't. No, we didn't. we said you could put Jake and I in the same room. We've been roommates for a while. We did not know we were getting the offshoot, like the built day on. I saw the, the
2: house. I knew what was happening. The to. like cousins' kid. You room. Guys,
0: maybe the, you
1: didn't choose it. The beds
0: weren't even real. Like,
1: you gravitated. <laughs> they were like those
0: fake beds that, like, you know, more than hundred pounds, and you're going to hear a lot of squeaking. Like trundle beds. There's a sauna And then there's just a fart filled sauna <laughs> What I would tell people <laughs>
2: Is like picture Picture if you bought a box of KFC chicken And then you had Stuart Little live in that box After you <laughs> emptied out the chicken That's kind of what we did But two Stuart Littles <laughs> is... kind of what happened <laughs> So Zach and I shared a couch Go Padres <clears throat>
1: God, what a weird Big show trade this was! Today. Big Padres. It's not even trade over, coming. although
2: that's my prediction. Big Padres trade coming.
1: <clears throat> what? It's me.
2: CJ Abrams and Eric Hosmer traded. So yeah, I'm cool now, which is huge. No, man. Not cool.
0: <laughs> it just hurt me deep inside. Okay. Uh, I got a little history for you guys. You got, and, and I have to play something first because I don't know how to pronounce this. And I'm yeah. worried about that. A shocker? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's shibe or like some sort you of You had sh- a
1: speech impediment as a kid. Whoa.
0: Is it shibe? I did have a speech in, impediment.
1: That's And great. you overcame it. I, it's so inspirational. I love to share your story, James. Thank you. Thank you very I'm being serious,
0: Shibe. Okay, Shibe. According to this website, the owner of the Philadelphia A's way back, Ben Shibe, and his son John Shibe. Anyway, they played at Shibe Park, really cool, sharp, in, really cool park in Philadelphia. But did you guys know? Maybe you did, maybe not. Some people definitely don't know this. That the way old ballparks were built, they were like in the middle of a city, kind of like Fenway, and a lot of them had to put up big walls, like Fenway. To stop the public from watching for free, but Shy Park in Philly had a 12-foot wall in right field, which was tall enough that you couldn't just stand there and watch it. But also, little kids would uh, tip ladders and then climb over it, and little kids would just sit on it. And some outfielders were like, "Hey, it's kind of cool." Like fans were there, but then they built behind it. BBD, I gave you a tweet to the link. They built like behind it. If you go keep going to like the third or or the last one, they built. Uh, like okay, so there, so the the field of plays to the left, and it's like an angled street, and then the rooftops, and they would sell out the rooftops more so than the inside, kind of like Cubs, but times a million, mm-hmm. to the point, and they were the most popular team, they were winning a bunch, but the Connie Mack and the owner hated it, and they first they bribed them not to sell tickets and all that, and then eventually in 1930 uh, before the 1935 season they built what is what was called the spite wall. And they took the 12 foot wall and they made it, they added 38 feet more to completely block the fans. And all, all the articles uh, refer to it as the wall went up and the A's tumbled down. And if you can see this, I don't know if BBD can zoom in or not, but it was metal and balls would just die and fall straight to the track. So you, they didn't even bounce, and then they said, but other parts, if it hit like a column, they would bounce all the way to the infield. So the right fielders hated it, and then the home runs like it drastically changed their season, killed attendance. The depression happened. They got bad. But, yeah, so that was called the spite wall, built specifically to piss off everyone in the neighborhood or block them from getting a free game. And I think that's a cool part of baseball history, so I'm sharing it. There's no real moral or real trick to this just a tidbit
1: I know you didn't mean it to come this way but it's very um, topical at
0: the moment I didn't when you laughed I was like ah I guess it's like they're locking the fans out or whatever
1: so yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't mean to do that
0: I didn't I was just I, I just was reading about that the other day on a baseball reference rabbit hole because some lefties their home runs actually went up the next year but then a lot of people said that the like right fielders were just like there was like quotes about them just saying it sucked. <laughs> a
1: spite wall is an incredible like term. Spite fence, I believe.
0: It. Spite wall is better. But spite fence,
1: I believe. I want to leave spite walls kind of everywhere. I have, I have I have a few places I'd like to put some spite walls. I'm not going to go into it yet, but. Do Good stuff, James.
0: Do it. There was a funny quote from it. Where they're like, uh, it's like a there was like a chicken box, and they're like, this was chicken shit. <laughs> oh, the quotes about it was uh like the difference between chicken salad and chicken shit. <laughs> it's a good quote. Good quote. Yeah. So there you go.
2: Spite fence. You said Connie Mack. I ended up on his baseball reference because he was in our conversation of most baseball, most baseball watched. Of all um, time, he probably wins it And I just, I don't know if we mentioned this last time But uh, under his nicknames The baseball reference nicknames uh, The Grand Old Man of Baseball
0: How awesome is that? Mm. So
2: that's a That's a tough one to beat That's a tough one to
0: beat So The tall tactician, he was six one.
1: Trev? Bang
0: Hey, he's got black on his player Baseball reference Wow, he's in the group. Connie Mack led the league in 1890 and hit by pitches. Mm. That's the guy that's going to go on to be a manager.
1: Some guys love getting hit, don't they? Yeah,
2: Rizzo, dude. Rizzo, were you, a were you sick into
1: that, him. James?
0: No, no. I crossed up on a fastball once by this kid who went on to play college baseball, and it like hit me right in the face, and that. I didn't like that at
1: all. Mm.
0: Also, he hit me in the face with a warm-up without a mask on, with a warm-up because I was sneezing, and I was holding my hand up to be like, don't throw it. I'm sneezing. And he thought I was holding it up to be like,
2: mm. hit put me right here. Hit,
0: put it here. Hit me right in the glove. <laughs> so I went, ah, shoot, <laughs> boom, right to the forehead. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Oh, Figure man, that, that out a little stuff. more. Anthony Rizzo
2: Anthony Rizzo hit by pitches career. What do you got?
0: 170. I, have no, I, I don't really know how to gauge or guess that, but 170 is year? My official guess. I always <laughs> Seven do 17. Years has
1: he or played. Is he at 10 years played? 11 something years. Like I think he's like 120. 178. Yes. Wow. That's a lot more than I. That's a lot, bro. That's a lot, dude. He kind of likes
2: it. Like, I saw. I know we only got a small sample of Rizzo on the Yanks this year, but he's like. He's kind of got the football player like craves contact. Like when he gets hit by a ball,
0: he's like, I kind of like that. Favreau and the replacement. Yeah. That's a
1: psycho. Nobody wants to get hit by the ball. I mean, I hated getting hit.
0: Ah shit! I watched the replacements on the the airplane home, and there was a Favreau line. You know, he plays Danny. That I said, oh, I want to, I want to put that in my brain. And start saying that during shows and stuff, but I forget what it was. next time next time Wednesday tune in next time for Adam Frazier and John Favreau quotes from The Replacements that's all for today thank you guys very much for joining us Trev
1: famous last words I want to get into your guys high school career a little more on these episodes okay mine was short I want to hear about it okay okay sure I want to get to know you guys friend's dad was the coach he's got the stat book
2: (sighs) Cheers.